<clears throat> diddle beam, diddle beam. If you know what you want to do with your life, head home down to Vampire's Tires. We'll teach you how to diddle beam. <laughs> like, imagine that. That company, Vampires and Tires. Yeah. Is maybe as unconventional as it sounds. Oddly enough, like it, if people find out it's just a front and they're just like human trafficking, kid trafficking, <laughs> like you've got all this like, you know, kid prostitution. And then in the news, everyone's just like, I would have never thought. <laughs> One dude's just like, it's vampires. Vampires and tires? Like, they? They've been around since 1627. <laughs> like, they would never do that. My great granddaddy went to vampires and tires every week yeah. to get his fresh supply of children blood <laughs> and tires. And tires. He had that John Deere. Oh, man. That thing ate up tires like nothing else. <laughs> All right. Good old granddad. Eating up children and tires. <laughs> Just like Actually, he ate the tires and he used the children for his tractor. <laughs> yeah, he used the children. <laughs> the children were the tires. <laughs> he and he ate the, the tires. <laughs> he actually he powderized the rubber and he snorted it. And uh, apparently, it's similar to meth. <laughs> It just hits you straight to the knob. It straight to put some bounce in your brain. <laughs> gets the gets the rubber under oh. the covers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, all that being said, <laughs> they do that company does give back to the community. Yeah. So. Well they're not they're not for profit. <laughs> yeah. They're not a non profit, but they're not for, for profit. profit. Yeah. So, yeah. so they say they donate all of their net proceeds, but you don't know. Yeah, you don't you know. just hope they do. And how do they get that very elusive branding? A non-for-profit that's not a non-profit? Well, when you're dealing with They're the structured un- like a normal company. <laughs> and they just say that yeah, they're, just, they're better. The undead, they get a they get a pass. <laughs> they get a pass. <laughs> they get a pass. Oh, we're still talking about the undead. Yeah. I was thinking about another company. Oh. <laughs> so this is a poem that I wrote. And it's not Let's go. entirely... Um, kosher All, yeah, well no it's right. not but it's everyone also not, who's jewish turn your <laughs> podcast off it's uh it's not all my like organic material it is based off of another poem so oh, okay you'll notice some similarities edgar Allan poe maybe <clears throat> um sally sold seashells by the seashore <laughs> sally sold her body by the beautiful beach sally was a sea whore she got rowed by many captains. She was mounted like a seahorse. One day, Sally met a magical and magnificent man on the seashore. His name was Moby Dick. He was gifted with a gigantic amount of irony in his life because, because he had a very small tea whacker and flat as a sand dollar it was. Sally the, old, and, the old taint whacker, I got you. <laughs> Sally and Moby. Um, Sally and Moby made love on the reef. He also had really bad teeth. <laughs> she was a talented blowfish giver. <laughs> they is, had 11 children. For some reason, seven had gills. <laughs> this is beautiful. Mr. Dick died desperately <laughs> trying to take the ocean over for a colossal kingdom for his family. Since Social Security is a mainland thing and had made its political prowess to the marine lives hadn't made its political prowess to the marine lives yet sally was broke and this is no joke so what did sally do she sold seashells by the seashore wow wow yeah and sally was a sea whore that was beautiful um I just would like to paint the picture. A Neville was eating his ass. That entire poem right here. Neville's the, the dog on the ground. Um, Neville's the uh, 
Neville's the Neville's the disabled. <laughs> disabled. Neville's the disabled um, small person. Neville was eating his ass on the ground, and we have half-eaten cold hot dogs and coffee. I bet you I can do this without looking. Are you going to make some coffee? Yeah. The tea kettle's going off. We had a good French pressed coffee. I just moved into this place and uh, was cleaning the cupboards of expired spices, 2022 and odd stuff, and I found this bag of... Use the, use the special coffee, Tim. Oh, shit. Or not, doesn't matter. Ah, oh, the fucking bastard. He used Folgers. Um, and, uh, we, uh, we found this bag of coffee that was, uh, had a squirrel on it and some coffee beans, like it was eating the coffee beans, and then just Vietnamese writing. And so, um, I just assumed that it was coffee that was consumed by a squirrel, pooped out, and put into a bag. And so, <laughs> that's what we're drinking, and it's it's delicious. And Tim just made a big old cup of Folgers because he says he's American. I don't believe it. Uh, not at all. Um, but, you know, mostly on the account of his skin color. But <laughs> Folgers, uh, compared to this stuff, yeah, there's definitely the flavor lacking. The, uh, the squirrel anus flavor is lacking in this Folgers. And there's a lot of other things going on with the Folgers. Um, it, it makes you shit more for some reason, too. Yeah. The reason Folgers makes you shit more? <clears throat> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, dude. It, ex it excavates through the backside. The reason is it's got a special little component, chemical component in it. It's called American Greed. <laughs> and that will make you <laughs> shit your britches on any good old Tuesday. American greed, dude, it's the best. It makes you shit. <laughs> or it makes you shit on people. I think is a better way to say it. Well, speaking of American greed, maybe we should start talking about the recent news with where we live, Maui. Um, yes. And the fires. And you, you told me this morning, we woke up and you said, it's fucked up. It's More fucked, fucked up than, than um, I think I'm aware of. Yes. And so, why don't you go into how fucked it is? So, the reason it's so fucked is, one, there are many different organizations, even governmental agencies, local people, people on their own, churches, all these people are in groups are helping. But what your everyday news and media <clears throat> is projecting is that Fires are not in not in a bad situation. They're projecting that pretty much everybody's got power again. Right. <clears throat> Water, like they're getting Wi-Fi, people are on the way. Right. And that they're projecting what they're doing, yeah. but they're trying to paint it in the light. And maybe for hope, so maybe it's yeah. all genuine, that it's, it's, it, everything's pretty much going back to normal when there's actually... No semblance of normalcy over, over there at all. It's yeah. post-apocalyptic. I literally almost, like, I was driving, had the green light, and 
I was driving. There was a green light at an intersection. And my wife literally was like, stop, stop, stop. And I almost had to come to a complete halt in the intersection because this guy was just on his moped, just going. He was like, it's red and there's cars coming. I'm going to because the beach is only 200 feet away. And if I don't get there right away. Like, so it's, it's a little crazy. I survived the fire. Yeah. I can survive anything. <laughs> Everyone's walking around with a God complex. <laughs> he just always all goes on red lights. All the survivors are like, nothing can touch me. <laughs> nothing can touch me. The elite used lasers to burn down my town, yeah. and I survived. Nothing can touch me. The lasers can't touch the me. Lasers can't. The lasers can't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, but that was Maui before the fires as well. <laughs> that was, that was. <laughs> and that's, that's just a tropical island vibe. Uh, you know, once the light turns red, you go. If if you could remember when it was green, you could still go. <laughs> like that's the rule of thumb, you know? And if you don't have thumbs, it's like you're just driving. You never pay attention. Like you just if you can remember it's green. That's awesome. I never really realized that that is how people drive. Here, here? yeah. <clears throat> but and then and then everyone else who is also waiting at the red light, their light turns green and they're just like, "Well, I'll hang out for a second. I'm I'm kind of tired, yeah. you know." All right, I'll go now. Yeah, I'll go now. Maybe there might be they might be high. It's as like well. it's not as green as I'd like to be. It's like maybe it will get a little darker green. <laughs> I think me. maybe it's more like uh, you know, oh look at that pretty green color. Oh, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> they're um, they're too present. Yeah, for their just, own good. They're they're too in tune with themselves, and yeah. they need to get disconnected again and start. That's why. Saturating their bodies with pharmaceutical drugs that do nothing, <laughs> and really, that's why we need the internet. They need to be back online, yeah, so they can stop being regular humans. Because as regular humans, they're horrible, <laughs> horrible, <clears throat> taking their time, waiting at stoplights. You might be able to put put it over the oh, over the maybe that just a little bit to keep it in place, just so it doesn't cover it up too much. Like that, yeah. So. There's that. In the Maybe that's why this is really bad. I, I don't know if I can say this. You can. Maybe that's why people got caught in the fire. Because <laughs> they're so. Well, let's just let's let's just take out the people who died. They died because it's horrible, and I'm not going to talk about. Them. But the people who <clears throat> survived, but stayed, you know, to film, to film. and shit, <laughs> which perplexed me. Um, well, they were. It's just like the green light. They were just looking at it, and they were like, so, "How well, beautiful life is." You know, no. look at this. And they're just there. Look at the look at the catabolism yeah. of the buildings. And then got the Instagram, got the TikTok. All right, let's get out of here. And then they, yeah. I, I actually could understand that. Like, I was seeing videos of people sending of, like, right next to buildings burning down. And I was like, do you not, is there no survival instincts to run the fuck away? Oh. Mm. I don't know. It is crazy. And you said catabolism. But I'm not one to judge. Maybe they were in a different situation than yeah. I was. Did you say catabolism or metabolism? It, uh, catabolism, which is okay. the, the breakdown. So if we could refrain from using witchcraft words <laughs> out here. Sorry. Because I'm very uncomfortable right now. I let my white slip out. <laughs> I feel like I'm, like I'm starting to disintegrate already. Just like, dude, what is this curse that you just gave me? Well, it's catabolism. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the catabolic yeah. reaction. Oh. Well, I could teach you. So there's, there's, there's anabolic and yeah. catabolic. Anabolic is building, catabolic is breakdown, and those are in terms of like the body. How does that deal with aerobic as well? Anabolic aerobic. 
oh, well, aerobic is like aerobic respiration or something. It's like using oxygen. For, yeah. And anaerobic is not using oxygen, but anabolic, like anabolic steroids or whatever. It's yeah. like that's building muscle, building tissue. But catabolism is a necessary part of the human body for health. And it's the breakdown of tissue and other things. Huh. Um, it's 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 the breakdown of uh, <clears throat> of food particles to release energy and things like that. And I also don't know a lot about anything, so I probably am <clears throat> messing this up. But some might say, "Nah, I don't think the fires were really a catabolic, even in a poetic sense, because they, they didn't serve anybody. Didn't serve anybody unless there's somebody being served, which we could talk about more. So." Yeah. Uh, the conspiracies. Well, on that note, <clears throat> also, all the people in the Lahaina Luna that live in the areas directly, like, in the midst of the fires yeah. and the, the rubbish and <clears throat> the wreckage, Yeah. So, uh, most of them have power. However, they, okay, that's good. They, they're still needing stuff. And all the distribution centers, even from, like, local organizations and people, yeah. these drop centers, there is, it's not all of them. But some of them, it's this kind of kind of hold on to it. <clears throat> because last night, like today, we're going to take over a lot of water. We ran out of water. And I asked the people that own Haleakava, the kava bar. <clears throat> and I said, you guys have a lot of water. Could we grab a few cases to distribute? Right. They have a donation drop-off spot. Every day it gets filled up. And they said, absolutely, that's what it's for. If you go to any other drop-offs, they say, no, no, we got to make sure it gets to people. But oddly enough is the people have to come there. And you should be accountable and responsible and try to help yourself. But people are up right. there are staying there. They're nervous. They're in shock. They're scared. They don't know what to do. They don't have fuel. Maybe they have extra family members. Maybe they're old. There's right. just old people. Yeah. So to take it directly to them and just give it to them right. is a big help. And right. they're all trying to do the, yeah. the, the Ono, the Pono thing. They're trying to not take they're trying to not be American greedy. Right. And I was telling them yesterday. You got to be. Uncle, yeah, take it. Because you don't know what's going to happen the next month. That's survival. Also, a bunch of uncles and bratas were on their roof fixing it. And FEMA came in behind us in a cul-de-sac. And it got dicey. Really? Ah, fucking go home, FEMA. Nobody wants you here. I was yelling at FEMA. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. It was crazy. Well, well, to paint the picture real quick for the listeners who are just just tuning in maybe but tim's talking about the west side of maui which burned to a crisp uh, a specific road called lahaina luna where a lot of the fires took place and many houses were bur were burnt down but there's many houses that weren't burnt down. it's like a pocket and it's yeah. a pocket of houses that survived there's also word of potential um scandals being researched because certain houses were insured Versus, that were related yeah. to certain people and certain houses were not insured <laughs> But anyways, um, Tim's going in um, every other day or every day with a group of people delivering uh, supplies directly to people. Um, and uh, we, could, we could talk about our individual stories of our, uh, the, the fire, but um, the Maui fires happened a week ago, and it felt like it was yesterday still yeah. for everyone that was a part of it. And um, so, yeah, that paints, that paints the picture a little bit. So, sure. so the 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 places that most people are donating to <clears throat> are these churches or shelters, where they're not only housing victims, they're housing tourists, mm -hmm. and um, you bring the stuff to the 
to the church or whatever and they take it and they go, we'll make sure we'll take it from here. Um, but if you go to them and you say, I lost my home, can I get something? They won't give it to you. Yeah, it's for the shelter only. It's for the shelter only, for the church only. Um, and so it, it, it doesn't seem like there is a connection because you go to these shelters and you're like, well, are you guys communicating with people on the inside? The inside being the west side where there is no, <coughs> no service yeah. and many places didn't have power for a while. And um, what we got when we were, we were volunteering at a shelter was that uh, we, no, we're not communicating with them. And so, you know, if you're not communicating with the burnt, you know, if the, if the part of the body that has the supplies isn't co- communicating with the part of the body that got fucking burnt, there's no healing that's going to happen. Absolutely. Um, so that is, but that's where you guys come in. <laughs> yeah. Your, your little crew of people. My friend, and my friend that's kind of the leader, he's a younger guy. He's probably 22, 23. And he lost his home. And his he told me his coping mechanism is just to go help. Yeah. He's like, yep. he said he always knew he grew up in Lahaina. And <clears throat> he always knew that that was their home. But he never was truly connected. And then when he saw it's all burnt and all his family and his friends lost it, he was like, he was like, wait a minute, I forgot. That's where I'm from. And yeah. so, and then he told me yesterday, it was a really cool, he said, there is going to be a moment where I get to be weak, but since I've kind of become a leader, he goes, that time is not right now. Mm. He's like, and that'll be later. Wow. That's pretty like mature and insightful for a young man. Um, that is very yeah. mature and insightful. And for an Asian. <laughs> for an Asian. Because usually they can't speak English. What's his, what's his like kind of he's, full he's demo? Filipino. Um, Filipino. He's white, feisty, and he's feisty, yeah. he's got some colonizing genes in him. Some colonizing. So he's a leader. Yeah. You know, he can get people to do what he wants. His, his grandma <laughs> had like, there's like say ten to fourteen brothers and sisters like on his in his grandparents' sides, like on his mom's side or his dad's side. Right. And so they've married into so many different families. So he has a lot of Hawaiian cousins, oh, like on Oahu cool. down in the valley in the How. That's awesome. He's related to one of my friends. I met his dad the other day. His dad was the coolest guy. Oh, yeah. Fucking his, his dad is... Talking about all his blessings. He's wild. Yeah, and and so he's also... Five days after the fire, he was smiling on his face, talking yeah. about all his blessings. Yeah. And I was like, God, this wow. man's yeah. Jesus yeah. or Satan. Satan. I couldn't tell. <laughs> well, I thought it was interesting. He's all happy about the blessings. Like, every time I heard it, I was like, stop talking about these blessings. I was like, yeah. I want these yeah. blessings. Yeah, Can I get some of your blessings? Yeah. Give me a blessing, you know. Um, Now, that's a really interesting thing because I was, you got to grieve at some point. True. You got to process the the emotions at some point. And I was feeling the same thing, like the first, after getting out of uh, the hellhole that was Lahaina, it was, uh, we got food and then the next day we're like, what can we do? We woke up tried to get over with, yeah. a, with a car full of supplies and then we couldn't do that and then I was getting frustrated because I just I couldn't I feel like I felt like I couldn't help enough mm-hmm. and um, I realized I, I was going straight into that as a coping mechanism and I can just imagine if you you grew up there your whole life I didn't grow up there my whole life I've only been there for three years and I didn't even have a home burned down I had a friend's home burned down and so um, or many friends homes burnt down a close friend that that I saw their home 
and then I saw it not there, you know, after it burnt down. Um, but I think like that's kind of a very man thing to do is mm -hmm. like there's like a certain part of our brain as as men or I don't know XY chromosomal people. Yeah. Where when shit hits the fan, you can turn off every emotion and you can get shit done. And it actually helps you feel better in some ways. But then once the shit gets done, you're going to have to fucking cry or you're something. Something's going to have to happen. You you do. You got to have that moment. Because that's how I was telling our friend Ashley her her home burnt down. And uh, she's freaking out, of course. But she's still freaking out, you know, seven days later. And it's already happened. It's time to start processing these emotions. <clears throat> and um, it's hard to be like, accept it, to say, yeah, it burned down and it's gone. Most people, like, Ashley was just kind of saying more and more, I built a life, I built a life and it's gone. And the life I had is gone. And the life, and she just couldn't stop wanting to reverse time and go back. And I was like, well, listen, it burnt down to the ground and you can't reverse that. And so now we got to go from here and say, what do we want and what can we do to get what we want? Because if you don't think about that, then you're really fucked. Because it's going to be it's going to be years down the line. And you're still not going to have this processed and and you're still going to want to go back. And uh, so you got to accept it and then like fucking cry and then be like, this is unfair and it's fucked yeah. and I cannot fix it even if I volunteer for the rest of my life every day, you know? That, it has to be dealt with at some point and sooner the better. That yeah. doesn't mean settle or it doesn't mean forget about it or move forward and it doesn't mean you're healed. It just means right. you have to, yeah, you just got to accept it and start exactly. the process. Yep. Because if you don't, like you said, Later on down the line, it'll, it'll still affect you in a very negative way. Your health? I, yeah. I had an yeah. English professor. He would use very crass and horrendous examples to get people to understand, like, why not to, how to use commas. And the, it, that's what this example, it's like, it needs to be dealt with now. But it was always use something right. very, like, just obnoxious to get people to think about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And so he would say that mistakes with commas, it's like child molestation. Everybody knows it's happened, but no one says anything. So like, that's a pretty like oh, horrible damn. thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was English class. Eh? Jesus. I was like, hey. what's this professor's name? Let's fucking, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's put him on blast right now. Yeah. Everyone go to yeah. the university <laughs> of, uh, where did you go to college? Well, I got dishonorably discharged from Sam Houston state university and I think he's gone, but he had glasses. So of course he might've been a serial killer. Yeah. But that's the well, thing. Just look for the guy with glasses, everybody. And, uh, <laughs> and beat up anybody with glasses on that campus. Yeah. <laughs> but think about that. Uh, think about that. That's that's how it's gonna. It's one of those things that everyone knows happen, but they don't want to talk about it, and they don't want to deal with it, right? Yep. Later on down the line, it will affect you just like horrendous right. things. Yeah. I think it's a good example yeah. of that. Uh, another thing. Yeah. FEMA. Yeah. yeah. We got into a fight with FEMA. Another thing is it's surreal. There is a plane. Like in the old movies, it doesn't look like a really nice jet. It doesn't look like those um, crop dusting planes. It's just like, like the in-between model right. by like 1960s. And it's going around with like a, 
like a cord and a flag and it's just like aloha citizens the road is open you will drop centers are and it's just going and flying back and forth this loudspeaker that's and i i feel like that's gnarly dude also since lahaina luna's just this pocket i feel like they could allocate resources somewhere else and just maybe put one guy in a vehicle and just drive up and just use a megaphone yeah, boy, they weren't doing that. No, yeah. So all they were just like, we got an airplane, <laughs> and like Jimmy and John were like, we won't fly it. It's also hard to listen. Like I was like, what is he saying? Is he saying the road's closed? They're right. Like, is he saying it's open? Yeah. And then I was like, Dude, is he telling a knock knock joke? Th- I feel like this is the start of the Hunger Games. <laughs> like they just start flying around the airplane. They're like, we've dropped off a shipment of supplies at Honokawai Beach Park. There is seven hours <laughs> to grab what you need to survive. Yeah. And if you are seen at Honokawai Beach Park <laughs> after after seven hours, you will be shot. You will be shot. Yeah. We are filming. <laughs> May the odds be in your favor. <laughs> like that's, all teams must be. Where are the cameras? Yeah. All you know? teams must be composed of at least one over fifty percent blooded Hawaiian. They have to have at least three children, two That's old fucked. people, and all these teams have to ride on two mopeds <laughs> to get to the supplies. Time starts now. Ding. Mm. Ding. You get to the supplies, and it's just like like three spam masubi. <laughs> three spam. <laughs> yeah, spam is... Spam is... A necessary nutrient. Yeah. Uh the spam, spam deficiency is rampant <laughs> yeah. on parts of Maui right yeah. now. What these people need is they need like sodium. I'm talking um, about like like they eat. I need they they need the Portuguese sausage and a spam. Yeah. They want to eat it. Next day they wake up with gout. You know what I'm saying? I need <laughs> they need some sodium. People need gout. They need. Well, it's interesting we were talking about this because we were talking about this the other day about the processing of the emotions and um, there's a natural progression of emotion process through the masses some people will process emotions faster especially people who are more emotionally conscious and maybe have either done their work in their personal life to understand themselves but the first stage is 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 depression oh the first stage is, is fucking like actually just breaking down and being like i feel helpless and I can't do anything about it. And a lot of people experienced that first day watching their houses burn down. Some people experienced it the second, third, fourth day. I think I experienced it like six days after finally. And I was Mm. like realizing like I can't fix this by myself at least, you know? And then the next emotion is, is, is wanting to blame somebody. And you're kind of seeing that with um, with the Tim's just doing a little French press action here um, with everyone with all the fear kind of that's going around in the conspiracies. You know, I mean, I'm sure there probably is predatory actions going on because with any, you know, in the ocean, if there is a fucking bloodbath, the sharks are going to show up. It's the, it's, it's the, it's the cycle. It's the, you know, it's the circle of life. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, but the next logical step when you process your emotions is to blame somebody. Try and blame something, whether it's the government, people were blaming the fire department, people were blaming the mayor, whatever, the, the siren system's not going off. And uh, sure, those things are, are for sure to blame. But now things are getting blamed that aren't even considered to be real, you know? I mean, space lasers, maybe they are real. But, yeah. like, but I think that's a process. You have to blame something other than yourself because otherwise you're going to die of depression, you know? Mm. You can't just be like, it's all my fault. Um, you got to be like, it's fucking his fault, you know? And then once you do that, then people can start to go, well, maybe, maybe shit just is fucked up and it was the right conditions for shit to get fucked up. And, right. But I think it's a, you're seeing that through the news, like the Mm -hmm. fact that there's news articles about space lasers, you know, you're trying to blame, you're trying to put the blame way far out there. On E.T. On E.T. Yeah, dude. (laughs) He didn't do anything except for ride in a carriage. Yeah. Space Indians got nothing to do with it. Dude, I'm not a fan of Space Indians. They don't tip. Their intergalactic (laughs) currency is bullshit. It's rubbish. The inflation dude, rate on the fucking star coin. Oh no, yeah, the star coin. <laughs> the, is in, the, worst. the intergalactic star coin, dude. Oh, and you see who's on? Did you see who's on the star coin? They just put a new one out. The the new um, the new star coin. Yeah, the, uh, it's got the the the, the highest <laughs> currency of it. I think it's like um, uh, a sixty third of uh, <laughs> of star uh, of a U.S. dollar. Yeah. <laughs> and so the person they put on there. <laughs> they just put uh, Wiley Coyote. <laughs> it's just like he's on there, and it's like that dude was suicidal. We don't need some. We need uh, a positive note. Yeah. But I wanted to mention, you were talking about the pointing the finger. So I think part of that is there's nothing wrong with it. This idea of yeah, I think it's it comes from that idea of the chaos and order that Jordan Peterson talks about, and so. We had chaos and we had order. Mm -hmm. Now suddenly this is all chaos. And so to kind of bring the order back in, you must point the finger at somebody. This person is calling the shots. Someone's got to be calling the shots. Because you know what's even scarier? Is that no one's calling the shots. no one. And that that shit's just fucked for no reason. Right. That's the scariest thing. But that's also a a realistic thing, too. Yeah. But people like... In a psychological sense, they don't want to admit that, and they don't, they'd also don't want to be aware of that. Like, mm-hmm. like if you say, "Oh, it's the, it's the elite" or something, and you're you're mad at them, well, that's a focal point. You could be mad at them, and that's you're right. That's order because the, the elite, as as scary as they are, the idea of elite controlling the world is an ordered principle. Yeah. But the idea that 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 Mother Nature or the universe or there's there's some I think it's in Indian culture or Hinduism. There's this spirit that is this woman energy, which is pure chaos. Oh, it's yeah. kind of like represents the divine, the divine yeah. feminine in a way, which is yeah. the scourge fucked, of a woman. Yeah, exactly. You know, people don't like. Wouldn't it's it's hard to accept that Mother Nature is a chaotic mm-hmm. and destructive force. Pele is the same way the goddess Pele. She gives uh, and she takes. Yeah, yeah. We were at the Kava Bar the night after we got back and. Um, I forget her name, the older, I think she was like part Hawaiian, part, um, part, uh, Caucasian, mm-hmm. but she, but she said something along the lines of Pele. Oh yeah. Pele was judging. Pele, um, decided it was time to clean house. 
basically. wonder if you read Pele's memoirs later on. Like, what are the things that is like put her Pe over the top? Pele's memoir. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is why I put the fires out, <laughs> put them out there. It'd be interesting. I, I you you wanted to know about fuck, so two things I think you'll appreciate. Or not appreciate, but it'd be interesting to know. So one, the emergency management person that was in charge in the chain of command, mm -hmm. he was interviewed and somebody from the press. So there's a video of it. There's also memes, but there is the actual video. Yeah. You can listen to the sound. And I believe it's true because they've been posting on all these channels and pages. But they said, do you regret... Sir, not sounding the sirens. And the guy said, no, I do not regret yeah. it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And then... That is... Well, we could talk about that, but the, yeah. The kava bar. So this is like... It, FEMA... FEMA and insurance, these things are entities that can be helpful. I think that is that is something, and it's an observational fact. Or right. you know, like you can watch and talk to people. Like you can find out that they can help. However, they are run by the sovereign. They are run by big business. And if there's loopholes that they can get through, right, to not pay out, they definitely a hundred percent will. The Kava Bar hmm. was denied from FEMA and denied insurance claims. And FEMA was denied. They said we're focusing on residential. Uh, residential properties first and he was like oh that's great but wait a minute so they didn't even like like go through with the claim but which doesn't make sense is you file your claims right. and then of course you allocate the funds to the residentials first but then you already have your stuff in the system and that's not what happened and insurance said oh this property that you have in your business this this is not under it, it's under the business name. It's not under this specific property. You've right. got two properties. And so they're, they're just doing some shady stuff and finding loopholes to not pay out. And that's what brings so much rage to individuals is you could have, let's say, 100 individuals that are helped to the max. And I believe and hope that that happens through these entities right. if they go through that and they choose that route. But then there's one or two, and you know how the bad stories spreads like what. Spreads like wildfires. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. But it does. And people are no, going to hear about that. They're going to hear about that, you know, yeah. they didn't. And there's absolutely no reason not to help people because you're here to help. Yeah. Yeah. Insurance. I mean, I'm, I'm a person who believes insurance is a, is a total, um, not a scam, because in theory, on paper, works out really well. I think it's it's a capitalistic version of communism. Yes. We're all paying a fee into a system okay. that will support the needy. And it will keep us all at kind of a, a level playing field. But of course, like you said, there's loopholes and um, they are for profit. And so the people uh, atop those, like those companies make billions. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, you know, a communist government taking billions from the people just for shits and giggles. The the benefit of an insurance company is that um, they're in a society like ours. They're also monitored by laws mm. and big government. Um, I think they'll but, probably change their mind. What? I think insurance and like things like FEMA, I would think with enough press and publicity, I think some stuff might 
go Change. back. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like, Change. oh, it's just, you know, we need to, you know, there's because there's going to be lawsuits. There are people that are capable yeah. and have funds still to. Yeah. To get into that world. And, and you know what else is is with social media? Um, I think it's really a game changer for a disaster like this, whereas maybe in the past um, it was just like people were fucked and then someone came up and said, we'll buy your land because it's <laughs> fucked up and you'll never be able to grow anything on it or build anything on it. But now it's like um, there's there's a, a link my sister sent me of this guy on Instagram. He's just a, a normal lawyer starting a Maui fund for uh, people. That's awesome. And, and he's putting, That's what you sent me, I think. Yeah, I sent it to you and I told you that, like if you could send it to people. So he's I'll do it right now. He, he, yeah, there you go. But he's trying to help. It's like, but no one wants to do the legality stuff. It's boring and it's boring. It's like not, it's hard to think about. Yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't tickle your taint. Like, oh, let's do some paperwork yeah. with the let's lawyer fucking, doctors. Let's read the laws and find <laughs> yeah. out what our rights are. Everyone's, everyone's putting on British wigs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Wearing wooden you know, clogs. That's fucking, that, that's why I think the founding fucking fathers wore wigs because it's boring shit. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, let's let's mix it up a little bit. Let's actually have some fun because they were cross dressing. The <laughs> They're just the, like, yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, you put the wig on. So what do you think about say. slavery? You think we should abolish it or <laughs> old Jefferson over there in Madison getting real edgy? <laughs> Fix your wig, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and Lincoln's like, I ain't wearing wig no more. <laughs> And he's like, and it I don't. Wasn't even tall. And I'm gonna abolish slavery, but let me use my use my slaves for a little longer, and then I'll abolish it. Dude, Lincoln wasn't even that tall, from my sources. That I heard. <laughs> from your sources. Yeah, he just had Come, elevated. Coming from shoes. a short man, he went to the future. I can tell he's short. In the '60s, and got platform disco shoes. <laughs> he went into the future because he had Mexicans. I like the idea. Everyone of, thinks he just had Lincoln like, black slaves, but in he, the '70s yeah. with disco shoes, <laughs> and, and then in he the brought 80s. them back, and then he covered them with his. Long pants. <laughs> and then that's why he was so tall. Oh, man. But, yes. But, so I, well, I think, I think, there is, system, I think oh. there's a certain creativity that would actually come from politicians not taking it so seriously. But, uh, yes. yes. I think it's the seriousness that they, that causes the corruption. Because they're like, this is serious and I need to take this for me because this is serious. But if you put on a wig on, you go, well, I say... You know. I say maybe not though because uh, you know they used to wear wigs and fucking do some fucked up shit. The <laughs> they wore fucking tights, dude. <laughs> yeah. We're men. We're men in tights, tight tights. They're all just jerking each other off, no. like, sitting around the Oval Office or whatever. I've come to <laughs> the realization that I believe is is factual that anything political, anything historical that deals with predominantly not-so-dark people, that they were always just on the side, just a tug and a jug, just a, a just working the jerk. They were always just doing a little hand, a hand hustle. Always doing a hand hustle. Which is wild to think that hand hustling and jerk work was might be what our founding fathers for what is considered the united states of america like that could have been what they did right before they're all like hey 
Like Franklin, Hancock, sign this Declaration of Independence. Well, jerk me off first, <laughs> and then, and then like, sign it. Like right before, dude. Remember when I was talking about like S and M and like all the very off-colored or unconventional sadism, se- se- sadism, yeah, sadism and sexual things. That world, like the clarity and the sobriety afterwards. Imagine, like that's probably what they were doing. He was yep. literally Franklin was in the back before he took credit for electricity because we all know it was an um, it wasn't Edison. It wasn't Franklin. It, it was, was an Indian. It guy. was it was uh, it was an Italian. Uh, oh. Yeah, because they got the like, greasy hair, so that's how they conducted electricity. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why they use so much grease because it's the it's the yeah, insulator it's, for the wires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they greased it back and they were rubbed their shoes yeah. together and they zap yeah. you. That's why they're so good at organized crime. They're just electrified. They're just always just. Grease lightning, and that's why. That's why that movie was made. Yeah, that's, yeah and that's it's why it's actually a documentary. Yeah, it's, it's a documentary, and, it's and that's re- why a real life. They're they're moving so fast. It's like you know, Italian kids don't have parents around because they they're just moving so fast. But and they died from electri- electrocution. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's why there's only and Franklin was studying that. Only one percent of Italians are actual electrical <laughs> electricians and electrical engineers because they just get so drunk off the power they grab the wires and it's too much. <laughs> just like, so hey, Vito, oh, what you gonna do? Learn in school? <laughs> he was like. Oh, Dad, I was thinking about doing electrical engineering. He was like, oh, you stay away. It's too soon. <laughs> a lot of our people in our family, they got electric fucking fine. How about making I'm... some mozzarella <laughs> and some fucking marinara? Why don't you make some pizzas instead, huh? Yeah. yeah. We use a wood yeah. stove. Wood. You... No, no yeah. electricity. And we'll use gas lanterns. Go in there and fucking give your mom one big fucking punch in her face for fucking raising you to be a fucking ingrate idiot, son. (laughs) Fucking make pizza. (laughs) Can make rolls. Sell cigarettes to kids. Pizza isn't really even Italian. No, no. Tomatoes are from the New World. Yeah, it's Mexican, is what it, everything is. If it you, is kind of Mexican. Everything is Mexican. It's salsa. It's like it's like tomatoes on bread. It's salsa on fucking. But flour is not Mexican. They use corn down there. It's they use masa. Astounds me that that someone that is horrible as like Hitler and Stalin and Lenin, they went after all these other groups, Armenians, Jews, like the the Israelite. They all went after all these people, and it's like all the while the real problem is Mexicans. <laughs> it's like go after them. There's way too many of them, <laughs> and some of the salsa tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, uh, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm Mexican. from laughing hard at that. <laughs> no, I'm Mexican. I'm from Texas. I'm Mexican. I have a mustache. I'm brown. We're covered. Are you Mexican? Though? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I grew you up are with, brown though. So. I, I grew up with a lot of. Mexican. You get a free pet. I'm, I'm only allowed to laugh for maybe like five seconds at that, and <laughs> then otherwise I'm going to jail. And maybe even then, the cabal I probably, and shadow government. I is think just, the FBI is after the, me. There's the uh, the. <laughs> There's the the the, the pol- unpolitically correct like laughometer, you know, the laughometer 2000, and just the shadow government through the air has like the electrical pulses. Like Sean's laughing. Oh, we might know. Oh, Dude, that might be a thing in the future. Big Brother, the, indu- the fourth industrial revolution, yeah. that we're gonna have laughometers. Yeah, and the the social media will be connected to our laughometers. And if you laugh too hard crazy. about something you shouldn't laugh at, and it Tips the point on the laugh they're gonna, meter. They're gonna inject a little, uh, a little uh, a melatonin to put you to sleep. You know. <laughs> yeah. You just kind of yeah. like 
I just laughed and now so tired. Just, somebody just teleport tel- teleportates here, just or teleports. Teleportates. Here. <laughs> teleportates. Teleportates. Yeah, teleportates. Have, they just show it's up. It's this new <laughs> form of teleportation where you grab your taint. <laughs> You gotta push right at like that spot that like really feels good. There's the button. That and you, just, and you, t- you, t- you teleport taint first. Yeah, teleport taint. And it actually feels really good. <laughs> um, they're working on that. That's what the, the fourth industrial no, revolution is promising us, which is one of the good things. One of the good things. The, the, the whole big brother thing and, and not having freedom of thought or anything. That's the downside, but the down- we'll have teleport The downside is you don't have rights, and we'll everybody has access to your women. Yep. But. You have taint portation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can do that, and you can we have. We installed yeah. the taint portal. <laughs> it's like, what if somebody remakes Star Trek and does the teleportation in the way you just described it? taint portation <laughs> Just bad, just. Just gross edits, you know what I mean? It's kind of like the Spaceballs version of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Star Star Taint. Star Taint, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand why people aren't more, aren't more tantalizing. Pro-taint. Yeah, pro-taint, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like... I'm pro-life, but I'm not pro-taint. Yeah, well... The taint is the origin of all life. Yeah, yeah, it's well... (laughs) It's right there. And um, I'm sure, I think I read this in Ayurvedic medicine. um, First, there's blood. There's blood. And then the blood makes the bones. Mm-hmm. And then the bones makes the bone marrow. And the bone marrow makes the brain. And then the bone marrow also makes the taint. Okay. So, so, so the consciousness of the brain is, that, is equivalent to that of the taint. We just, we just like to think that the brain is more... I'm just fucking shitting out of my ass right now. No, you got to think. No, well, you do shit out of your ass. There is. <laughs> but it starts in true. the brain. It starts um, in the brain. No, I made that up. But in, in Ayurvedic medicine, though, which is, uh, I'm sure you know all about it being... Um, From Texas. Uh, in, yeah, yeah, an Indian well, in Texas. Yeah. I'm a curry um, Texan. But it's something like uh, uh, um, food turns into chime, chime turns into um, blood, blood turns into bone marrow, and then bone marrow turns into sperm. And so... Semen in the, in the Ayurvedic medicine is like the most distilled form of energy from food. Semen is semen, like really? your your balls in there. Is that, um, imagine, which is like another re, you know kind of another confirmation of this whole uh, you know why no jerk November or whatever it <laughs> no is. No jerk November. Well, I don't know what oh, it is. Now. I thought you were gonna say it's another reason why like people like women should swallow. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I think that a hundred percent. Dude, if you do the new the nutrient profile of yeah, semen, like, the proteins. I'm trying to keep you healthy, bitch. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I actually think that's like there's there's some validity to that, you know. But do you just tell? The I bet girl you the women who get the mo- who give the most head mm-hmm. and swallow the most. They probably are glowing. Dude. <laughs> glowing. They're, yeah. they, they've got that distilled yeah. Yeah. fucking blood juice. Do you? But you, do you tell the woman that? Like, do you try to like when you're going through the motions, like <laughs> yeah. have the conversation, whisper or, in her ear, or <laughs> you better swallow for your health. <laughs> or do you? Or do you print? Or do you print out like a contract with all the facts <laughs> and bullet points? And like, if you'd sign right here, not only do we have your consent, <laughs> but you're taking my intellectual semen and that electrical property. Yeah. And uh, my biological philosophy You're taking my property. My biological sausological. You're taking my property of and yeah. related to the sausage. Any great 
innovations and inventions that you come up with with my protein and health in you, I get a small percentage <laughs> of the royalties because 99% because, because I ate the food and I distilled that food into yeah. semen juice and I put it in you and now I own you. Maybe that's why misogyny exists. Dude, my mind is on a riffrant right now because I'm just thinking about like data later on about guys that ate shitty stuff, like bad inventions. Like by women, like just like I was thinking about making bikes that could, you know, you could be on and swim underwater and breathe. You know, it's like all these bad inventions and they do data. It's like these women were ingesting the <laughs> semen of life uh from people that were eating just you know, whatever. Wood. <laughs> you just wood. Poop. Yeah. Just people that were doing meth and eating chicken <laughs> McNuggets. It's like, do not ingest this protein. War- warning. Don't ingest the semen for men who eat chicken McNuggets. <laughs> yeah. Or people people that are just... You will become <clears throat> senile. People that are just drinking... Uh, Sprite. Just only Sprite. Or maybe it's the opposite. In craft Singles. <laughs> 120-year-old woman tells you her secret to longevity. I've been swallowing cum every day, and my husband eats nothing but McNuggets and Sprite. I don't know how he does it, but he distills. He distills, he distills the good stuff. Yes. And, and he died at 20, <laughs> but he kept me alive. But I'm alive, yeah. I started dating him when I was 80, and uh, I got to find myself a new one. I sucked him dry. Yeah. And everyone's like, and so what do you do? He had no more laugh juice to give me. And Mrs. Margaret, what do you do every day since <laughs> he's gone and you're no longer ingesting the protein? Well, there's a horse out back, <laughs> and he eats organic hay. <laughs> So we're coming up with a lot of different inventions right now. You know, the space Indians. My are brain is on fire. <laughs> I'm actually running for the governor right now. <laughs> governor you, Louise. You go out in the field. 120 she, years old. In the field, she's just got. She's all. like, we need more horses <laughs> and cows and organic farming and semen. <laughs> She's got like child factories where she's she's just she's just cloning and making children, and they're all Indians. She's sending them out into the field. Like, These Indians are really smart. You can just manufacture them. You don't have to do the dirty deed because the Lord frowns upon that. Are we both imagining a white woman? <clears throat> oh no, I was imagining a lizard. <laughs> like a lizard Rep- woman, reptilian woman. Yeah, uh, yeah. like uh, oh, a wizard woman. That's where wizard came from. It's a lizard with a woman. Oh. Oh. I don't know if you knew that. No, I do. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, actually. <laughs> I actually know a couple. But aren't wizards men? Yeah. And then and oh no, witches well, yeah, witches. Which is, and the thing is A wizard's a man or a yeah. woman. It's bi it's binary sexual. Mm-hmm. What is it? Fucking well, bi neutral. Bi neutral? No, I, I don't Gender think anything's bi neutral. <laughs> There's, Dude, I'm bi-neutral. You're bi-neutral? There, I'm, I'm either neutral on this side or neutral on that side. <laughs> yeah. I'm super biased. I'm either, like, neutral on wanting dick yeah. or neutral on wanting pussy. <laughs> yeah, right. No, that's, that's not true. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely it's, it's, just it's like to each pussy. his own. That, you know. If no, you're, it's if you're, to each their own. It's to each Tim. their own. Yeah. It's to each. Or to each him, They, them, her, Yeah. It's, it's to each. Zero one, they, them, her, or uh, its own. Yeah, it's <laughs> its own. It's the every dog's own. 
Um, I was just going to say, yeah, every dog has his way. Yeah, every dog yeah. has a dick in so his day. My, my, you know, yeah. your, your dog has probably humped a lot of shit. He did. Actually, probably humped more inanimate objects than other dogs. Yeah. And so... I was trying to break him of that habit. I would, uh, I would actually question what his sexuality is. Yeah. You know, um, I try to get him to go back to humping like live flesh. You know, you know, if you do the math out and you, yeah, live flesh, yeah, just like hunks of meat. Yeah, it's just like yeah. <laughs> I bought him a steak. He wouldn't fuck it. So you hump this shit, you goddamn shit. I wonder if, because if you really do the math out, <clears throat> like people jerking it, right? Yeah. Like whatever 99% of all young adults use porn at some point in their life and probably use it a lot, at least yeah. men or boys yeah. and uh, of age boys over 18, yeah. you know, you're, you don't become a man until you're like 30 nowadays. So <laughs> I'm, I'm considering under 30 adolescence. <laughs> yeah. um, so I'm <laughs> truthfully, I'm being actually yeah. tru truthfully honest. I'm of, considering people with stupid <laughs> uh, catchphrases on their license plates, adolescence. Yes. Yeah. And bumper, stickers. and bumper stickers, even if they're t 200 years old. I'm going to be right back, and you're going to take it off my car. <laughs> I'll be right back. Um, but you're saying. But, but so so if you if you do the math, the amount of percentage of a good amount of these people, of the, 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 the orgasms they've had, mm. have been looking at a screen or not looking at anything. And, and so you could call them... Um, you could call them screen sexual. Oh, because the screen's not real. It's yeah. just a, it's just an idea. Screen sexuals. I mean, you could call them uh, technologically sexual. You know, oh, you could yeah. call them like uh, tech sec. Com yeah, comp uh, compusexual. Comp sexual. Yeah. Comp sexual. Or you could call them uh, in the tech sec world. You could baby. call them um, <clears throat> void sexual. Ooh. Because there's nothing else there. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, <coughs> no, just an idea. No, it is, and it's. I know it's a silly thought. It's, but it's not. If it's you know, if ninety percent of your O's are coming from you know watching a screen, yeah. You clearly don't like chicks. Or not well, enough. <laughs> yeah, not enough. Or yeah. dudes. You just like you know screens. And and it doesn't count if you're watching something and you're it's like you know fucking. Five guys fucking each other in yeah. spandex and pouring yogurt on themselves. Yeah. You know that doesn't mean th that that's your sexuality. Your sexuality no, yeah. is, is a screen. Yeah, yeah. you're not device. gay. You're just you're just yeah. you get hard for yogurt. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like if you took away if you took away the playing of the screen, people are just holding up bricks, <laughs> like 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 rectangles, and just fucking just. <laughs> That's like the progression. It's like just people walking around seeing any rectangle. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's like Tom, stop. Rec <laughs> I'm I'm rectangular. <laughs> rectangular. They they create uh, sun, uh, prescription glasses that disfigure rectangles <laughs> so that people can walk around in public because they just start an e jacking like, <laughs> when they see any rectangle nearby. I'm trying to get people to go back to uh, to imagine the vag. So they yeah. can, so can they can work the jerk? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're all about the imagination. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big. We've fan talked of about that. this. I agree. What I like about the imagination is 
all the things it's that where all creation starts. <laughs> all the things you're not supposed to watch online and inappropriate. Just imagine it, and you didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Oh, well, you know what, Tim? We might need to bleep that out. <laughs> I don't want anybody incriminated by this podcast. Later on, you find in the journals, it's like no. What? You're just talking about like you know fucking frogs. I guess. Yeah. 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 I mean, in horses, horse stuff, yeah. and people are into that. You know, a good amount of people. You know. I, I know some people. Included. I know some people that have done that. <laughs> well, yeah, in you're Texas. from Texas, dude. In Texas, yeah. You're from that, you know, the hick part of Texas. <laughs> yeah. They got nothing else yeah. to do, and they see that big horse yeah. schlong, and they go yeah. to nuts. You just, yeah, because you can. Well, don't you have to? I heard as a thing, like on the farms, the horses get like rowdy, and you like you got to jerk them off. Yeah. Like, you... Same thing with dolphins in the research facilities, absolutely. You, and th- someone's got to do it. I don't know if it's usually a dude or a woman. But um, I think hopefully it's, it's a woman that is not yeah. un, not enjoying it. I think I think you default to like just like some homeless person, so that you aren't <laughs> scarred by the the emotional and traumatic damage. But do you know how what, horses what happens? Yeah. jack off? No. Like so, I didn't know. I didn't know they did. So what they do is, you like you can drive by a field or you can be out working in a cow pasture, and if you see a horse and they are elongated, right? Uh, what they'll do is there's a Rock little bit of hard. <laughs> a little bit Let's of movement. Just say it as it is. Dude. I don't know if most men know this that like fully torqued. When you're fully torqued, you can kind of move your dick a little. Oh yeah, you squeeze that the pelvic right? floor muscle. And yeah. what happens is the horses you'll see they'll throw their their member up and it'll hit the bottom of their belly, and then they just keep doing it. So you'll see this. Oh dude, that's it's like hot. a seesaw, <laughs> but it's it's, and then eventually it'll stop. And then you won't see this <laughs> long rod anymore. It'll You're like, oh. a little. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. That well, I just want to say that's beautiful. Like that's <laughs> impressive. Yeah. And that I is, film it every that is time honestly, I can. you know, that is the that is the progression of evolution, <laughs> of the evolution of species and life on Earth. That is, that's what it's come to. You know, yeah. that's incredible. That's I wish I, I wish I could jerk it with two. Exactly. I wish I could jerk it with no hands. You imagine? Oh, yeah. You just stand there and just. Yeah. Boom, boom. Yeah, that's I, really. I, I'm gonna watch out for that. You know? yeah. yeah, I didn't know horses did that. I know. I knew dolphins masturbate, yeah. and they're 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 yeah. quite. That's because they're fucking smart, fucking tenacious little fuckers, yeah, swimming around with big brains and shit. Yeah, man, fucking trying to take over the world. <laughs> Listen here, Dolfo, <laughs> Dolphi. Was it, the, was it the dolphins that shot the space laser? Yeah, the dolphins. Dude, you I, find out like with all these conspiracies and all the elite things at the head of it all is just like this super fucking smart dolphin <laughs> that has this like translator on him and he's just like and it's like I've I'm ruling the world. <laughs> Human <laughs> humans bow down to me. Come out his name is A Dolphin Swimter. <laughs> A, a dolphin, a dolphin swindler. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> dude. It, the only thing he doesn't. Adolf have... was just a fucking robot for a dolphin. Really? Speaking of that, there was this. Wow, dude. By where we? Oh, we picked up uh, from the farms in Wailuku. Yeah. Uh, probably five thousand dollars worth of like fresh, fresh produce. organic produce. It was, was it badass. donated or did you guys buy it? No, it was all donated. Wow! From the farms in Wailuku That's near awesome. the Iao Valley. Yep. And then we went to this place called the Maui Hub, and they donated. I've heard of Maui Hub. Um, they donated like over thirty bag already bagged up of fresh produce, and we we're giving that all out. Mm-hmm. But right next to it was this red, 
logo, and it was just like Hitter. And like when we were driving, we're like, oh, I don't think we should get being food from Hitler's like subsidiaries. Like, it's but one letter off, and it was the really T cool. looks like an L. The Farms and Bailuku, my my brother, his his girl's family donated stuff, and there was a part of the fresh produce, homemade, chef made, fruit roll ups. Oof. Dude, it was it. They looked like ancient scrolls in the like the the the, the wax paper, the wax paper and stuff. Oh yeah, with like a string, and it Did was you like, get to eat some. Oh yeah, it was like cherries, apples. Like we ate them all before we got there. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, there was no food left when we delivered <laughs> yeah, it. There was. I was like throwing tomatoes at people. It's like eat it, <laughs> eat it. We want to save the world, but we're dumb, yeah. and so we're just trying. Those fruit roll-ups are so good. <laughs> oh, so good. That sounds really good. They probably use like lemons in there too mm-hmm. to keep it fresh and papayas, papayas, bananas, fresh papaya. So you think that were they using all Maui-grown produce? Yes. Oh, yes. dude, <clears throat> that's that's love right there. Yeah. Like, that's love. Like you can't. Yeah, and it's cool because one thing in a certain point, at a certain point, I'm sorry what will happen is people will wake up and need to get back to their normal lives. Right. And then the relief and the help they were going to give is still going to be there, but it will be toned down because you do have to, you cannot just always exhaust yourself and not take care of you and your, your own, your family. And, and so the fact right. that these people are, because most of this relief is, Yes, people are Venmoing and sending in funds, but people are using their own money. People are sending organic produce. I asked the uncle, and I was like, he's like, we just got a small farm, and it's tough. Like, we need some more people to help. And right. So he's talking about, like, his everyday operations, and now they're donating thousands of dollars. So they're right. out. They're out financially. Right. However, they're not yeah. out, like, yeah. spiritually and emotionally and, like, in the community-wise. Yeah. That cannot sustain itself. Right. And... And so when everyone's worried about maybe lands getting grabbed and snatched, it's like, think about the debt ratio in, in, in the comparison and the contrast where people that are still in the municipality, that they're giving so much and then they end up in the hole. Like the, right. the fires, even though it's just one town. It's over affecting on the, west the side, whole island. Oh, yeah. Indirectly and directly affecting everybody. Right. Yeah. Wow. I but saw, by the way, do you, do, does this guy need farm? Like, because I want to work on a farm right now. He was saying that. I don't want to like, work on a ranch. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I won't do it for twelve dollars an hour though. Yeah. I need to at least. No, I'll keep in contact with him because twenty five <laughs> for the wait, for the for the cost of living he, here in Maui. <laughs> he was like talking shit to his wife, and then his wife was talking shit to him. They were just talking pigeon. But the Is best he part uncle, was uh, like Filipino or yeah, yeah, or, like Filipino yeah. and like Hawaiian. Yeah, <laughs> he was saying something to his wife. He was like, "Got full of bags," and she was like, "And he was like, full of bags." And then he like walked away to got something. Came back. He was like, he was like. Oh, this bugger! Been married this long. This bugger, like, still no can communication, just like talking. And then she like walked away. He was like, "Boy, sweet. and he started making us work when we're supposed to be leaving to go deliver it. And then he walked off. And the wife goes, uh, "Just get out of here, because he's not used to. Have, he has all. We have all girls. So when he sees men around, he's like, "I'll go to work. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, do this. And he was like, "I'll get you another bag. So we had to like leave before this uncle had us full time hired. Oh, hello there, sir. How you holding up? Ah, doing good, doing good. Dude, what's up? When's the last time you were in space? <laughs> Ten years from now. Ten years from now? Yeah. That's very vague. And I came back to the past to tell you about it. Oh, never mind. Yeah. That's not vague. Dude, I think I would have actually imagine you going to space at some point if you could. Dude, if it's, if it's cheaper, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, he's cheaper. like, it's not even about, yeah. it's like, it's possible I just need the money. 
I was for the. We may need to edit that because since you are of the brown, the Indian nature. Yeah. I, what he didn't say if it's cheaper. He said if it is financially uh, wise, because Indian people are not cheap. Just, just so you know. Frugal. Oh. Frugal. Frugal. Oh. Yes, but yeah. You heading out? Heading out. Yeah. All right. Good luck, dude. See you guys. All right. Uh, keep doing the Lord's work. I think he's going. They're doing. They're going to set up some more vans. Some. Uh... So that was my. That was my roommate. Shot them and. Uh, God <laughs> that bless was your him. roommate. Yeah, that was just another God, refugee. God, God bless him because he's allowing uh, uh, 20, people. Uh, 20 people that are homeless to live at our place right now from the west side. And um, he hasn't complained once. And um, since uh, I'll tell you a little story about Shantham, and uh, since Tim's going to go to the bathroom, but uh, Shantham is an engineer, um, electrical and computer science engineer kind of a guy and he works for a company building satellites and uh, he went in uh, to his job and his his way of helping out is they built out some uh, white sprinter vans with Starlink service and portable chargers and all the sorts for the west side that has no, you know had no power and no service still doesn't have service in most places and uh, they kind of sent them out there and uh, it was really helpful gave service to a lot of people um, there was a good seven days where people didn't know really what the hell was happening. At least a good two to three days where people just had no idea the, the devastation that occurred in Lahaina. And so he's going into work, I think, to do that again. While the rest of us try and figure out uh, where the fuck we're going to work. Uh, because we all lost our jobs. And then where our friends are going to live. And also how we can help out. But yeah, here we are. The nature of man. It's nice out. Birds are chirping. craziest thing about the whole thing because so my I'll, I'll tell you my story while you guys are here um i was in lahaina where everything went down and um i was with my girlfriend staying over at her place and um we woke up tuesday morning after there was a storm monday there was no power uh power lines were downed and fucked and uh shit was fucked and uh, trees were down, there was damage, but, you know, we were fine. There's just no power, no service, nothing, no cell service whatsoever. And this has happened before. This happens, you know, pretty consistently on Maui. And uh, we went to drive around, check out the resorts. They were running off generators, and we went to uh, a few places, uh, the local supermarket, which had no power and looked like it had been robbed, but we... Pay, paid for some groceries and then we noticed smoke and um, there's smoke coming in the grocery store and we're like maybe that's just a wildfire because uh, you know we've had those before in Maui uh, every year at least we have a, a wildfire on the west side because it's dry and then um, I see my friend Luke and he's shirtless and shoeless and he had 
looked like he just ran a marathon and he, he shouts my name and he goes, Sean, um, I need a fucking ride. I have lost my people and my house is burning down. And that was the kind of start to everything for me. And um, eventually uh, we got him to his people and we were driving in the smoke and stuff. And then uh, I'm kind of tired of telling the story so many times, but we drove, uh, we drove back to my girl's place and uh, my survival instincts kicked in and I said, we got to get the hell out of here. And she says, I want to get my stuff. And I say, no, you're not. And I say, we're going to get out of here. And then I drive her to the place so she, she can grab some stuff. And she almost stayed at her place because uh, we were arguing because I was in survival mode. And let's get the fuck out of there because places are burning down. But no one was really sure how far the fire would go. And everyone was kind of like, it'll be fine. It'll be out, you know. And so in long story short, her place burned to the ground, and if she stayed, she wouldn't be doing so well. So it was, uh, I feel like I'll, I'll tell the story another time, because I'm kind of just tired of telling that story. Yeah, I hate that story um, anyway. Yeah, it's just, it's a dumb story. There's no climax, there's no body to it. Yeah. Well, there the is a climax, I just don't want a climax <laughs> right now. I've, it's like, I, I, you're talking about, like, you know, the fucking sobriety that comes after doing some sadism stuff. Yeah. I feel that sobriety after, you know, watching my whole town burn down. Yeah. So there is a there's um, some type of clarity you get. People nope. are seeing what's important. Exactly. It's just like me, like I thought the hotel was finally I got the job that I wanted at a hotel, being Bell and Valet. And then afterwards I'm just like I don't want that's that. it's worthless to go work over there. Yeah. At least for me. Because what get, good get, what, get, what good is that putting yeah. out there? What how is that productive for like yeah. the community and society? You know, you're so right. It it puts into perspective, number one, where your values are, what you actually want, and the fact that a good amount of our jobs, and I was actually thinking about this before the fires, mm-hmm. but it, I got some really good clarity, but our, a lot of our jobs in America, in the world, do not serve other humans. It's oh. just kind of like running through motions. Yep. And like putting on this facade, acting like it serves, like how many tourists do you think come on our tours? Um, Tim and I are tour guides in certain many different jobs we've had, but how many tourists do you think come on tours and actually go away with a, a boost and mm, part of their one. psyche or some something, and rather than just burning money and time, you know, getting that like vacation box checked off, you know. And, and more importantly, how many of us work jobs that actually nourish our community? And now we're, tra- we're all trying to nourish our community because our community needs more help than ever. And we're kind, of, we're kind of like cells in a body that we're not really serving the body so well. And now we're like, oh, now that we're trying to serve the body because it's damaged, we're also like, well, there's no reason to go do the other job I was doing before mm-hmm. this. Now I got to do something else yeah. that is of service because, first off, it feels better. But second off, fuck that. You know, like absolutely. Fuck the fuck fuck the industry that <clears throat> never really cared about. Oh, isn't that crazy? Uh, the people that in live modern here. society, like industry and part of an economy that is not directly linked to that 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 survival that necessary like things like 
you, privilege. Like, even that's yeah. why people are like, oh, there's people in the United States or there's people in like these huge cities that like they're they're not doing well. Like, of course, there's homeless people and there's people that are not doing well in huge metropolitans, like where it's so modern, right? But how privileged are they that like their problems are? It's like yep. your problem yeah. is like you don't have something to put the the money in that you are pandering for. Yeah, you know your problem is that like right. the the store that can give you literally anything, the gas station, and that doesn't mind you hanging out there is just a little walk away. Is you know it's it's right. And so that I, I'm a big yeah. fan of uh, of self reflection of. Uh, we, we, accountability yeah and so i think a lot of that's happening right now yeah and it's it's unfortunate that the rebirth so volcanoes are sacred in the hawaiian culture mountains are and in a lot of polynesian cultures and part of it is the volcano can have all this wrath and destruction but it creates new life creates new lands right, right. it's this rebirth and so that's one of the reasons there's this kind of Especially it's kind of like the say, semen of the earth. The semen, fuck yeah! Why not? You, you know? know, it's just red. You know, yeah. and so. all those minerals, dude. <laughs> so that semen flows, drips down, and it, then it, fucking life like, happens. Yeah. Just yeah. like a, just how babies are made. <laughs> it's like it drips down, yeah. and they pop right out. And they pop right out. But yeah, so this is the rebirth. This is the rebirth. You know? For sure. Um, do you do you have a direction? Because I was gonna read just the beginning of this. Do you care? Um, or do you want to cut it off? No, no. I wanted to say one thing, and then I want to hear that. Mm. Um, and we can talk whatever. about this in another podcast because that's a whole. Nother, this is a whole other conversation. But uh, we were talking about the it, with our uh, engineer friend, uh, Space Indian. No, the Spindian. Shantham. Um, the the drop in progression and productivity and development due to the systemization mm-hmm. of of human thought of and, human thought and the the basically um blocking off of the spread of good ideas because of needing a certain level of education to be accepted and to be considered um a helpful member of society so like you know we're you know you need a bachelor's degree to do this job that you really don't need any group to degree for we could just train you um and things like that um and how we were talking kind of talking about the nodes of the mycelium and how yeah. you know in, in a mycelium network thoughts are just spread if they work i'm rock if it, hard if it works it's spread you know but in in the in the human kind of system that isn't working right now it's uh thoughts are only spread in like boxed off quadrants and systematic straight lines and it gets it gets lost in the system and um and then you get this lack of progression and you you were saying the other day that our problems are no longer how can we fucking invent the next new technology it's it's how can i uh get my snack cakes from 7-eleven yeah. you know it's like how can i fucking fucking moisturize my man tits yeah. because they're fucking getting chafed because i'm so fucking fat or something yeah. like that it's like, how can we, you know, how can we make a drug that makes me hard because I can't get hard anymore? Like, <laughs> these are the mundane. It's like, if you can't get hard, you shouldn't reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> because that's the easiest thing to do is to get hard. <laughs> I wake up and I'm hard. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. 
It's true though, and, it, and it, I think that's a whole another podcast. So we'll absolutely we'll save that for another yeah. day. Um, but that's it's really interesting conversations. It's just a it's a it's a problem in the developed world. That, yeah, I think I think we can. We have a lot of good things to talk about. Yeah. to break down and factor out. This is exciting. I'm glad right. we finally did it. Re- read your thing. So Let's see. this is just an excerpt. I'm not going to read the whole story, but this is an excerpt from a story. Um, and uh, is this news? Maui no, no, news. No, no. This is something that was. Uh, it's just literature that I might have written. Literature. 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 <laughs> Do, <laughs> do, do read it, gentle Rosencrantz, my so, good Shakespearean fellow. Um, <laughs> this is I'll just I'll just read it, and we'll. But it's the 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 title, which is just a subtitle. It's called the train, and it goes as follows. Sweat and blood dripped heavy and warm from the rugged chins of the rodeo-style train robbers, and it created an environment of malicious musk that was muggy all over. Train robbers all over, barking orders, all the passengers playing along like a game of Red Rover, people afraid for their lives, staring straight ahead, making no sudden movements, hoping this nightmare will pass. None of the train riders were exactly sure of the robbers' names, but they did know who the gang of cutthroats were. They were infamous all around the Western Territories. A couple of young gold miners sitting in the back whispered on with small talk amongst the grave activities. That's Jailhouse Jake, I think. Oh, and beat him bad butch, right? The roaring screech of the old-timey locomotive and stench of burning coal was loud all around. The desert heat intensified the whole outlaw escapade. And you can hear the conductor in a spicy, violent argument. That's when the gang's lead man pulled out his pistol and held it. Then the next subtitle, Virginia. Thomas, 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 a voice from a distance called, darn it, fellas, that's mom. I got to go home for supper, hollered out a young boy. Ah, shucks, said another. Thomas Butch Jones, you get your butt home and wash it up for supper. Taters going to get cold. This command echoed out around his best bud of all, Jacob, told him right out, get on now, Butch boy, before that leather gets a hold of you. Yep, guys, I better hit the road. Thomas left his friends in the neighborhood playground in a flash, cap gun on his side and toy badge on his breast. He fled for the field behind the local Baptist church, ran across and down through the corn stalks, turned left and went down a rocky drive, hopped up on the front porch steps just as his mother was opening the door. I'm home, Ma, he said. Just in time, too, you little rascal. I was calling once more. Then the belt, hmm, she picked at him. Yeah, 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 the young Thomas Butch Jones mumbled. But what was that? His mother sternly replied. Quickly, Thomas came back at her. Oh, nothing, ma'am. Go wash up. Your brother and father are setting the table. Young Master Jones, a 10-year-old tenacious terror. He lived with his family in a two-bedroom cottage. His dad worked the local sawmill as a supervisor in the mountainous regions of Virginia. The Blue Ridge Mountains and hiking distance, great and vast, where the imagination and creativity of a young boy can freely roam. The conductor stood still, the train. The conductor stood still as possible, stupefied with a cold steel cock, Colt revolver pressed against his temple as the lead man of the lousy lungers spit out his chewing tobacco on his boot. He growled, you're going to open that bank safe or them brains of yours are repapering these walls. Savvy? The conductor tried to manage a word, but his throat was dry and parched. He swallowed hard and scratchily spoke aloud. Listen, sir. Your outlaw ways will catch up to you soon. Either the sheriff will grab you, or worse, the Lord God, 
Quiet with all that bullshit, gargled the lead man, and he pulled the trigger. A piercing ring right at, rang out amongst the train cars, paralyzing everyone's senses more than momentarily. And if you happen to be nearby, you have heard the thud of dead weight fall to the floor, pocket watch still ticking in his vest, and his arms still twitching by his chest. After the action, he then took out his sweat-stained scarf and wiped the barrel of his pistol and hollered at his gangly, gangly gang members. Leave the passengers for now, gents. We got ourselves a safe to break open. Hee-yaw, hi-yaw, goddamn, now we're talking. And then that's where I'll leave it. It goes back to Virginia, then the train. But that's the story I was telling you about called Butch, Butch Sassity and the Gritty Crawfish Gang. So. And what in um, sources, author? Sources, oh, um... Timothy Charles. Uh, oh, that's me. I wrote that. Timothy Dave. Timothy Charles. You know, Alley. I literally thought you were reading a passage from a book that's been published. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and then I realized halfway through, oh, he's talked about this. How he, right, that, yeah. that was really good. <laughs> yeah. You're like, wait a minute. Did the Space Indians write this? Is this, <laughs> the, this is their Bible they sent back No, from space? not Space Indians. Uh, cowboy Indians. <laughs> oh, a Canadian Indian. Yeah. <laughs> Texas Indians. Yeah. That's a... I, I really like that uh, the going back and forth yeah. between Thomas uh, as a kid and yeah and the, as a fucking I think heistman because I'm not well versed in like as being public speaking polished but I think if you were to read it let's say in like in a David At a David Attenborough yeah like uh, I, I think I, I wouldn't be like in this next subtitle <laughs> I'm gonna read the thing Thomas called by his mom <laughs> yeah Thomas Thomas. <laughs> It's time for dinner. <laughs> Switching back and forth. Not yet, Mom. Yeah. I'm still playing with my boys. Yeah. He's like already a criminal. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Thomas, come for dinner. <laughs> Mom, not yet. I'm beating up Johnny. <laughs> he didn't give me his ring pop when I asked him to give it to me. And I I used the I used the magic word. I said, give it to me now. <laughs> I said, now. Just like you taught me, mama. You taught me, get what you want now. Yeah. Because mama, I know, from, and I learned from you, take whatever I want, yeah. whenever I want it. That's why and I, then it like pants to him as an adult, and I'm going to take what I want whenever I want it. Want. They're like, he's like being interviewed by a fucking, by the police, or by like a journalist who's like studying psychology, and he's like in prison. It's like, and they're like, why did you do it, Thomas? Why did you do it? And he's like, that's how my mama taught me. Take whatever I want. <laughs> you find out. It's behind every bad man is a bad woman. <laughs> a bad man. Behind a bad man is a bad woman. And then behind woman. every bad woman is a, is a bad man. Yeah. And behind every bad woman is... And a bad, and a bad man is a, ba is a bad Jew. Behind <laughs> every bad woman is... A bad ginger. Um, faulty... I almost uh, said Jew. I, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> behind every... I, I was trying to say, what's the word if you're non-gendered? I don't even know. If you're non-gendered? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> behind every bad man and every bad woman is a bad trans. Is a bad trans? Yeah. Oh yeah, because they're. Now, that sounds worse than saying either yeah. of the two. But I was gonna say what, how, what is the t what what's what's a. We're gonna have to cut this podcast off. We're starting to get dicey, dude. <laughs> what's a real? I'm starting to get scared of the things I, I'm saying. I think I think we can <laughs> to stay politically correct. Let's come up with a better term for non-gendered because non-gendered is too um, scientific. Eunuch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Unic? Short for unicorn. Yeah, but that's too like that's too Game of Thrones. They're it's majestic too... unicorns. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't like because I like unicorns. I don't like non-gender people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take what I want. I, I, non -gender. 
My name is Thomas Higgins, and I take what I want. Um, and then it like pans to his mom, and you get what you, you want, want because you deserve it. Because the Lord loves you, yeah. and he's just like in prison. And the Lord loves me. <laughs> I, take what I, I take what I want in Jesus's name <laughs> because I think that I am perfect, and I therefore am perfect. He's just stockpiling. And then they just like it just is him in the electric chair. <laughs> <laughs> His last There's some new new person at the prison He's like, we should do interviews While they're being executed I think it makes for gravitas <laughs> Yeah, I think we should cut it off it's, No, no, it's not too much I mean, they can put this shit in a movie Call it rated R We just gotta rate this podcast just, R yeah, I mean, that's all it is R. Oh, Jesus dude. It's rated R there's like, I mean, there's probably some crazy German studies where that happened or some, you know, <laughs> yeah. not to Klaus be racist Barbie. to the Germans, but, or Klaus, maybe, you know, class you probably would. Well, if, 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 let's say Thomas, he killed 20 innocent he, children. Yeah. So, you know, he deserves to die in a lecture chair, in my yeah. opinion. Yes. Um, or he, he deserves to rot in a prison cell for the rest of his life. Whatever. For sure. Take, take your poison. Um, dying is probably uh, better for him, actually. Um, but, but maybe not. But anyways, you, so you so you put him in the chair, and then it's like, well, we're putting a lot of money into this chair thing. You gotta a, give him the drugs that cost, and that's yeah. taxpayer money. Yeah. And so that's like they, they go, well, what could we gain from this? Well, let's do some psychological research. And so they get like a psychologist there, pen and paper, yeah. and they interview him, <laughs> and they 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 electrocute him and stop, keep him alive, ask more questions, <laughs> more questions. just slowly <laughs> see like. <laughs> If if they can learn something, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> God, that's, that's if, fucked. Let's just no. But <laughs> stop. on that, just the last thing I say is, what if like we said, oh, some dudes, like, oh, we'll interview them while we're like they, they're just zapping them. What if there were the idea was to interview the offender in in the in the the realm of what he'll be executed like? So if it was like. A, Lethal injection, he'd be on the table. If it was the electric chair, he's in the chair. But not to actually go through with the process. They just put them in that so they're very heavy with weight that they are going to die very soon. And then, so you get maybe some honest answers. And, and, but the mm. reason the electric chair we're talking about was like the psychologist was falling asleep and was accidentally <laughs> on the lever. And then the guy's like, this is really good stuff, dude. He's really just coming alive right now. Like, he's like, then the guy was just leaning on the lever. They weren't trying to electrocute him. It just seems like, you know, you doze off and then wake up and then the lever's off, you know? It's like, yeah. every time, like, you know, I don't know. Like, every time. Every time I doze off, I get some good answers yeah, from yeah. this man. Yeah. John, every time you fall asleep, he really gives some answers. Yeah. Mama said. <laughs> we should stop that. So, uh, our research has, you know, we've done a lot of, re we've, we've researched uh, 3,000 people dying in the electric chair. We learned that um, mommy issues <coughs> was at the root. Oh, yeah. Of all. Absolutely. No, no, that's stupid. No, mommy that's issues stupid. are at the root of all electric chair victims. If you can call them victims. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess so, because they had to be born from a mom. Yeah. I mean, mothers are unreasonable. Mine is not. 
Wink. No, we love mothers. Yeah. We love mothers. They make I the mean, world go round. <laughs> and also, we are joking. Yeah. We do not mean any of this. Uh, I just want to say that this is a bit. I just thought um, that you were going to So that's, in, uh, that's for our Happy Mother's Day episode. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Mom. Is it Mother's Day coming up? No, it's just... I just oh, like, fuck, dude. What if that was what... Just Happy Mother's Day to thanks, out there. All thanks, the estrogen. Yeah. Shout out to all the moms out there that raised all those serial killers. <laughs> you are people, too. Non-gendered. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, we're going to have to wrap it up. There. Yeah, wrap it we're going to have to do, go volunteer to yeah, to balance out the sins we've just created and <laughs> the bad karma we've just put out. <laughs> so let's go, like, let's go help some people that are homeless. And uh, like We've just vocally walked under so many ladders. <laughs> we've just, like, there's a lot of bad stuff about to happen. Nah. 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 You know why? Because I believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> And I, it I'm not laughing all, because all I think it's funny that you believe that. I'm just laughing because I do like, believe I'm, in Jesus. Oh, so. I'm in a good mood. That's all it is. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared to release this. I, I like to. Uh, yeah. Anyways. All right. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Thank you for doing this, and we'll. All right, guys. We'll do it again tomorrow morning. Let's do. Let's do it. Try to do it every morning. Every morning. All Not right, fuck yeah, no, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. um, if you guys hear some wind, uh, that's because the only thing blocking the wind is tea towels draped <clears throat> over the microphones. The last, um, the last thing uh, that I wanted to remark is, we'll pro- I don't know how we're going to upload it or publish it, but we'll try to do that. Another thing is, if you have questions or things you'd like to know, topics or anything, email me at the Kerouac cafe at gmail.com t-h-e-k-e-r-o-u-a-c-c-a-f-e at gmail.com and we can answer all, all your, your questions. inquiries also if you want to donate to maui relief oh, efforts yes. we'll have links um, with some nonprofits that are not big business nonprofits that will likely just be <coughs> supporting families directly absolutely um and also, you know, we we use some dark humor to uh, deal with our own um, kind of uh, stressors. But that's what this podcast is going to have a lot of. Hell so yeah. If you don't like it, you should probably yeah, not, not listen. listen. Yeah. So, yeah, there'll, there, there'll be links. I like that. There'll be links. Yeah. Maybe Venmos. There may be places you can drop off stuff that yep. are going to take directly to people. So thank you guys. And let's uh, get out there and support brown people. Yep. <laughs> Hundred percent. All you white people out there listening, you better start supporting brown yeah. people, yeah. Um, especially brown people. I just want to always laugh like I smoke too many cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just that's it. Out. Um, How do we say bye? Um, aloha. Aloha. To oh. be in the presence of the breath of life. Fuck yeah. <laughs>